If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine. We're, today we're recording here in Baltimore, Maryland. Special thanks to our friends over at Lead em Up, Team Snap, and PGC Basketball for all their support of the Hardwood Hustle. Today we are continuing in week three, or episode three, of our four-part series of coaches falling into traps and how we can respond as a player. The first episode we talked about controlling coaches and what do you do and how do you respond to a controlling coach. Uh, Last episode we talked about critical coaches. How do you respond to a critical coach, one that is just always on you? How do you respond best? Today we're going to talk about how do you respond to a coach who avoids things? And when I say avoid things, avoids those tough conversations that they probably should have. Um, you, you bring things to their attention and that, that you think are really important for your team and they just tend to avoid it, right? Or, or they ignore it constantly, things you bring up and now all of a sudden you're feeling like you just don't even care. You know what I mean? You, yeah. just, you just don't even care as much because everything you bring up or every time you, you voice your opinion, like, coach just avoids it, ignores mm-hmm. it, doesn't really you know have that conversation, isn't really addressing issues that are hurting our team. What do you do? Well, that's a, it's a tough feeling for a player to have, right? Because most of the time the player that's really bothered by this is the player that's really engaged and really cares. Right, they really want they really want to win. They really want to be successful. They really you know, and so they see it's hurting the team. So, man, I I wish I had a whole book of advice here, but really I just have one piece of advice. It, it may be all that's needed. Is if, if if you believe it's hurting the team and you care about winning, you can't do the same thing the coach is doing. You have to go to the coach and you have to ask him. Say, coach, listen, I don't know the background on everything, but I know that I know that uh, the team feels like Sally doesn't have the same consequences as everybody else. And I'm not here to tell you how to coach your team, but I'm here to let you know as the coach this is how it's hurting the team. This is what people are feeling. This is what people are, you know. Like, if you go to a way, if you go in a way of like, I want to win and I'm with you, what can we do, coach, versus at the end of the day, like, I, hey, I'm just telling you, this, this is, you're hurting the team. You, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you can go to the coach because you care about winning, you you have to go to the coach in this scenario because at the end of the day, otherwise you'd be doing the same exact thing they're doing, which is avoiding the problem. And if you feel like something is hurting your team and there's something you can do about it to help, I think you have to take action. 100% agree. Players, I think you need to be very sensitive and aware of your disengagement building up. Okay, As you're going through the season – if you feel a sense that you're kind of just not caring as much, you just don't, you're just not all, as all in as you once were, you're starting to distance yourself from the team for various reasons, and, and one of which in the theme of today that, you know, you just, 
same old problems just keep happening in the program, right? And coach just never seems to address them, right? And, you know, you're, you're giving it all you got, and, and your teammates over here, they just give it 80%, but coach never addresses them, always just avoids it. And you're finding yourself distancing from the team. Your heart's just not as into it. Stop it. Stop, the, stop that trend. Mm-hmm. Put an end to it. All right? Don't allow it to get to the point where you've literally just thrown your hands up and say, I just don't care anymore. Don't let yourself get there. Step up and do something about it. To TJ's point, if you just let it happen and get to the point where you just no longer care, you avoided it just as much as the coach avoided it. Yeah. Right? You are, you are acting out the exact thing that is driving you crazy that your coach is doing. Yeah. It's going to require some maturity. It's going to require some courage. It's going to require you to to maybe do something outside of your comfort zone. But there may need to be a conversation. There may need to be a discussion amongst some teammates. There needs to be something done, but avoiding it cannot happen. Yeah, and you know, it also depends on on what it is. But there's there might be other opportunities to approach this. You know, like you might have a pre practice huddle, right? And Coach, do you mind if I say something real fast? And you don't even have to call an individual out. It depends on what level of leadership you're at, how comfortable you feel, how much investment. But at the end, Coach, can I say something? Hey, listen. Listen, we're supposed to practice, and we're supposed to be here at 3.30. And I know all of us are kind of scrambling in at different times. And at the end of the day, guys, we need to be here. We're lacking discipline by not being here. And we only have an hour and a half to practice. We can't waste this time. So if you if it's bothering you and you know that coach told everybody they'd be at three thirty, but these two players always show up at three thirty five and nobody ever says anything about it, you, you can give in the reason why it's urgent to you. We only have an hour and a half to practice, and coach told us that, and we need to be disciplined. We need to be here, and so you might step up and confront what they're not confronting, and, and that can be very convicting for a coach, you know. And it and it it might be the empowerment. I know it's crazy the player empowering the coach. But it may be the empowerment they need. The coach might be like, you know, hey, Kelly, you're exactly right. We do need to be here. You know, and now they're like, okay, this player's about it. I'll jump on that bandwagon. So there might be opportunities. I mean, if it's a bigger situation, um, you know, somebody's bullying somebody. Somebody's calling somebody. You know, th- th- Some things are required for the coach to do. To, to do, yeah. But if there are things that aren't required for the coach and you could step up and show leadership where the coach isn't, Hey, maybe maybe you need to do it. And that's a great point because that's what a team should strive to be, right? I mean, they always say average teams have no leaders. Good teams, only the coaches lead, but great teams is where the players lead, mm-hmm. right? So if there are things, and I'm so glad you brought that up, TJ, if there are things that are driving you crazy, that are really annoying and frustrating you, but they're things that you could express as a player leader, then you should. Right. And, and but certainly recognize to TJ's point that there's some things that are out of your control, you know, that you would be overstepping your bounds to to try to handle or address yourself because it's a bigger issue at hand. But for things within it, you absolutely should try to handle it. And you may say, well, why is that my responsibility, TJ? Well, I mean, why, why is it my responsibility? He's yeah. the coach. Yeah. He should be handling that because there's players that players that are going to think that. Like, why should I have to handle that? And and here's, I mean, here's how I would respond is like, the greater you want to be, the greater responsibility you want and you're willing to take on, you know? So you don't have to handle it. You you know what I mean? You don't. Like, you can step away from it. And 
but just be conscious of the decision that you're making, right? I mean, you're stepping away from the highest level of accountability and responsibility you can have, the highest degree of, of help that you can give to the team. Like, you don't have to do it, you know? And I think we're just suggesting to players, like, if you want that. And I know not everybody's cut out for that. Not everybody is up for that task right there. But if you're driven and you want to be great, there's things that are hindering your team from being great, right? Like you, you can't do what the coach is doing and step away from those things. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to work to fix those things, and a lot of times it means doing some things that are uncomfortable. You know, I view it like this: if I had to get, if I was given a choice, right? Do I want the next eight weeks filled with frustration and annoyance and me just being upset and annoyed at little things, or given the other option of stepping up and saying something with the possibilities that I could help correct the situation. Yeah. I know which one I'm signing up for every single day. Yeah. It, it's not even a question. I'm not just going to sit back and just potentially run that risk. I am going to try to make the situation better. You know that that that's the one of the definitions of leadership players is that I believe the future can be better than the present and I have the power to make it. So, I say it again. I believe the future can be better than the present and that I have the power to make it. So, right? If you have the ability to potentially improve the future, Listen, even if it's not my role per se or I didn't necessarily sign up for it out of the gate, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. because I want to make the future better than the present and and I, I'm going to give it a shot, yeah. right? So at the end of the day, yes, w- in a perfect world, wouldn't you love coach to address it all, yeah. right? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe coach is exhausted of addressing things. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Maybe you're upset that the coach isn't addressing this thing and they're avoiding this aspect. Well... Maybe it's just because Coach has already handled 12 things he's had to address today, and he's, 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 uh, he's over it. Yeah. He's a little burnt out. But, in fact, you speaking up could be the thing he needed more than ever. Yeah, and you know, my final thought for, for you, Adam, here, for players is this. like One of the things that I've started to do when people tell me their sob story about, um, you know, man, my coach sucks, right? Or the sob story of my players don't do what they're supposed to do, right? My, my, my question is always this, what, what'd you do to fix it? What'd you do to help the problem? You know, like, and you can't have the answer of nothing. Well, I couldn't do any, this is the answer I typically get. Well, I couldn't do anything. I mean, he's the coach or she's the coach or the coach say, well, I couldn't do anything because the parents, whatever, or I couldn't do anything. Like that answer is not good enough. You can do something. I don't know what it is, but you can do something. So even if it fails, don't let your answer, don't just sit and Eight weeks of misery and say, well, I'm just riding out the season, right? Well, I'm just waiting for my career to be over. I'm just waiting to go on to college. I'm just wait. Don't ride it out. Do something about it. I think it's really important. You know, I'm always sensitive to, like, calling myself a leader, you know, but uh, I, I will say I, I've always tried to be intentional to try to be a leader. But, you know, I think – wonder where that mindset came from, TJ. I just didn't want to sign up for frustrating and annoying situations half the time. Yeah. I mean – like let, let's just say it like it is. Part of the like for me personally, I found myself stepping up as a leader just because I wanted to improve the situation half the time. And if I sat back, I just I didn't think it would actually turn the corner. So I wanted to kind of take some power into my own hands. And players, maybe that's something you need to do. And maybe this episode was something that kind of prompted you and ignited a flame inside you to get going with that. But listen, we've got another episode in this four-part series. We hope you check out. And as for this one, we'd love for you to share it with your teammates. Feel free to, to send it over. I'm Adam. He's TJ. Together we are the Hardwood Hustle. Till next time, we're out.